Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Today, we have the privilege of talking to a very funny man by the name of Randall Kenneth Jones. Randy is a comic actor, author, and fellow podcaster who is all about bringing the best out of people. As soon as this man got on the Zoom call with us, I started to laugh. Kevin, you barely got a word in. Yeah, thanks for letting me talk a couple times. <laughs> friends, this man has interviewed celebrity after celebrity on his show. Hoda Copy from the Today Show, Vanna White, Aaron Brockovich, and Stedman Graham, who's Oprah Winfrey's partner. And we probably didn't even get to half of his stories. After meeting and interviewing all of these celebrities, what surprised him the most? And who made him the most nervous to talk to? Oh my gosh, I loved his response to that question. We will need to have a part two conversation with Randy at some point, and maybe we'll let you talk for a little bit, Kev. <laughs> yes, I, w- I would appreciate that. That'd be nice of you guys. Friends, can't wait to hear this fun conversation with our new friend, Randall Kenneth Jones. I'm Kevin. And I'm Stephanie. And during our marriage, we have dealt with an electrocution, a brain tumor, brain surgery. Then doctors telling us that children were not in our future, followed by miscarriage, and then Kevin's cancer diagnosis. However, today, we live a life completely healed and restored with three healthy children who doctors said were not possible. And we're here to tell stories that inspire, give hope, and brighten your day. Welcome to Tell Us a Good Story. This episode is being presented to you by Luby Companies, a custom home builder here in central Ohio. Let them be your builder for life. They're freaking awesome. Steph, I've been uber excited about this until we just... Does Uber pay you to say that? (laughs) I already love this man because he just said, Kevin, you just need to be quiet and Steph and I are going to take over the conversation. And I'm like, yes, I love this man. See, did you see how quickly I did it? Yeah. I just stepped right on top of Kevin. I didn't even get one (laughs) sentence in stuff. Perfect. I love this. Friends, our next guest is an author, keynote speaker, comic actor, and host of the popular Jones.show podcast from sunny Naples, Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Tell Us a Good Story, Mr. Randall Kenneth Jones. Oh, we're so excited. Hello, hello, hello. I can't tell, Steph. I can't tell. I can't tell. (laughs) Most guests can't, Randy. No. You're very subtle. You know who you remind me of? Tell me. Leanne Tui, the real mom from the blind side. <gasps> really? I want to talk to her so bad. Oh, I think she's she, She's life changer. Life changer. She just did my show and she's- <gasps> Did she? You look like her and there's a similar energy, but she's working her accent. So she's got her Memphis accent going. I, I can get an accent. Okay, there I you can go. try. You won't be Southern. <laughs> she is lovely and Aww. I'm really lucky that we've kind of maintained a little thing after the show, so- I, I question because sure. you said at the beginning of the conversation we didn't know if we should call you randall or randy and you said you had a story about that so tell us a story to be googleable there's a whole bunch of randy joneses when your last name is jones you're cursed so <laughs> right. i mean it, the name is everywhere so in order to be googleable and to have my own brand i use my full name randall kenneth jones but i also found out many years ago i friended someone named randy jones who is the original cowboy in the village people Really? and i said i have had more fun having your name on my life please 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 be my facebook friend we have mutual friends blah 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 he accepts me as his facebook friend i look at his bio we have the same birthday no what now he's 10 years older than me but so randy jones and the village people is a busy man he is still quite active as a performer and really? he dominates that name. So I needed Randall Kenneth Jones and RandallKennethJones.com. 
just to be me. That totally makes sense because when I used to work at JP Morgan Chase, massive company, right? I think there was like 60,000 employees at the time. Wow. So Uber and JP Morgan Chase are the people who He's trying I'm to just, all I want to make sure I'm going to steal all of your sponsors and try to get them to sponsor my show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was, you've done that in like five minutes. Too, that's Kevin. true. That's amazing how you're slipping that in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm a pro at this. But uh, I was one of 33 Kevin Masons. <gasps> no way. Yes. So I can only imagine Randy Jones is even yeah. more common than Kevin Mason. So I totally yeah. get that. My son's name is Kevin. I saw that. Your show producer. Yes. I'm producer of my show. And he's a Kevin Jones. And he actually, I think he's friended or follows a whole bunch of Kevin Joneses on Instagram because he thinks it's fun. <laughs> oh, that's but, um, so funny. So thank you for saying yes to us. And I want to tell listeners how we connect with you, Randy. So we, of course, interviewed Susan Bennett, the original voice of Siri, who is fantastic. Absolutely She's fantastic. Best. She's the best. Yep. And she is the announcer for your podcast, Jones.show. And I'm curious, do you have any good stories from working with her, uh, with Susan, with her voice, and how she can just flip a switch? Oh, and every, did she do it to you? I mean, I heard yes. the show. I know oh, she did. When sure. all of a sudden she goes into Siri mode, and yes. she still does that to me, and you freak out. You can't <laughs> not freak out when she becomes, I know where you live, yes. or whatever she says. And she'll go into Siri mode just to mess with you. She is one of my dearest friends. She is such an inspiration to me. She's much more than the announcer on the show. She, We really talk about the show and the meaning of the show. She promotes it all over her Twitter, and I'm so grateful for that. But here's the thing, because she'll she'll do it because she's sly about it. At, but <laughs> I'm sure I am not the only one that when I first got a phone with Siri, when I met her, I felt like I had to apologize. I said, I'm so sorry uh, for all the horrible things I've said to you. <laughs> yes! I have said, I've just... I've used such foul language. I have called you horrible things. I've asked you, where's the closest place to bury a dead body? I mean, I've done all these horrible things to you, Siri. You feel like you have to like, like confess every horrible thing you've said to Siri to Susan. And I did. So, and I, I evidently am not alone. <laughs> she gets a lot of apologies for bad behavior. That's funny. So you just released episode 150 of your popular podcast, Jones.show. Congratulations. And y'all, this is work. This is not just an hour a week or whatever. Right. It's not. This is so much work. You will have done such a beautiful job prepping for this and you've been so organized, but it's the prepping and it's the, I think we really share a view of showcasing our guests in their very best possible light. In order to do that, you really have to do research and you have to try to understand who they are. And then you don't want to present the exact same story that everybody else presents. Yes. And uh, as you know, it's just such a gift because, yeah, I'm, I'm so thrilled for my listeners and what they get out of it. But man, what I get out of it is life changing. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost 60. Congratulations. I am two months away from 60 and I am having probably the professionally most rewarding period of my life right now. Really? Oh, that's awesome. In many respects, because of the extraordinary people I've met through my book, my first book, which was nonfiction and my podcast and how they continue to support me. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So Randy, we've been very surprised in the last two, two and a half years, what we've learned from people who we've met like yourself So with you, you've done this even longer. What surprised you then since you started interviewing celebrities and some of these incredible people that you've had on your podcast? I was used to be disappointed by who said no, Mm. especially when I knew I was being lied to. And let's face it, we're lied to a lot. You get a smoke screen and all that kind of stuff. 
I have come to accept that the right people say yes, that you meet the right people, and how genuinely good some of these people are. Hoda Kotb is a genuinely good human being. She's a decent, kind, caring, compassionate human being. My closest friendship because of all of these interviews is a woman who had a very famous movie made about her in the year 2000 that won Julia Roberts an Oscar. Anne Brockovich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually make a significant professional move without calling her to get her opinion. Really? She has done my show four times. She does it every year, but we talk all the time every I mean I believe people are good. It's a hard time to believe that. But I've chosen to focus on looking for the best in people because it's an easier way to live and I've chosen to surround myself with people who give yes. and who care. And you know, I, we talked about Leanne Tui. Leanne Tui said something to me because she's so from a philanthropy standpoint, I don't think you can really beat her perspective. She said there's a difference between donating a coat and a coat drive and giving a coat to someone on the street who is cold and needs it. And I just had explosion. And they change you. They change me. I'm a profoundly different person because I am also the student. Well, of all the podcasts that we've looked at, researched, your podcast, Randy, is probably the most similar mm-hmm. to what we do. Oh, amazingly so. Yes. Amazingly so. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. In regards to inspiration, bringing good news, trying to find the best in people, you're focused on your guest. You're not focused on trying to pull some random thing or any gotcha, right, with a story. And so... We love what you do. And so you have this big list of celebrities now that you've met. And I know, Steph, you had a list of people. You just wanted to randomly ask him to get a story. Yes. About some of these celebrities. Well, so. and you've already touched on a couple of them because I wanted to know about Leanne Tui. I wanted to know about Aaron Brockovich because, hello, it's Aaron Brockovich. So, no, she's amazing. She's just apps. I mean, if you listen to the shows and you go, I wonder if Randy and Aaron sound like that on the phone. Yeah, we do. I mean, because we I don't have a single conversation with her that doesn't have meaning. We don't have fluffy, not that we don't laugh and giggle and say ridiculous things, but we have meaningful discussions. She truly does not have the ability to walk away from someone in pain. She cannot do it. And the one thing I will say about her is people look at that film and Julia Roberts nailed it. She nailed it. I was taken with that when I first met Aaron. Aaron was talking. I was like, whoa, Julia, stop. I mean, I was amazed by how she got it. People associate the sassy Aaron with Aaron. When to me, she is really the side of her is the vulnerable side who is crying in the car because she missed the daughter's first steps or first word or one of the two. Mm. It's her vulnerability and her feeling and her compassion that to me is really what's special about her. And I'm glad I get to see that. Steph, what's most important to you when it comes to building a new home? Okay. I want a builder who's an expert in what they do, is going to be honest with me, and cares about even the smallest of details. Well, thankfully, we know just the builder. You know it. It's Jay and Connie Luby with Luby Companies. Friends, don't just take our word for it. Go check out their website at lubycompanies.com. That's L-U-E-B-B-E companies.com. Let them be your builder for life. They're freaking awesome. How about Vanna White? Ooh, good one. So first, she's been interviewed by the world. Right. Uh I mean, I was interview number (laughs) 17,493. So it's not like 
<laughs> anything new she, yeah, yeah but you and you try to be new with her but she's she's media trained and i have a 30 minute uh, story a 30 minute show she's media trained which means what's your favorite memory of wheel of fortune she tells it in 43 seconds because her her she has been trained to do all these interviews tell it quickly and get on to the next question she yep. just knows how to answer stuff and that's death to the 30-minute story. And I usually prepare 10 questions, but I go off script and everything. And I'm like sitting there going to myself, Vanna, you ain't going to beat me. <laughs> I am going to wrangle. I'm going to buy as many vowels as I need. I'm going to spin as many metaphoric wheels as I have to. And we're doing a full 30 minutes. Oh, easily got a full 30 minutes. She is so lovely and so charming. And when she said the words to me, I asked her a question and she said, I don't think anyone's asked me that before. I'm like, yes. Boom. Yes. Yes. I have won. Yes. Yes. That's the best. Oh, it's the best because oh. I knew what number interview I was. Oh, but she's just warm and wonderful. And, you know, she's adorable. She's lovely. How about Barbara Corcoran? So let's just say Barbara and I together are a naughty pair. Oh, really? It's like it's like PG thirteen naughty, <laughs> and she likes to have a good time. Okay. She likes to enjoy herself. I just I absolutely adore her. She's but she's she's a party girl. Really, I, I would not have guessed that. She's so buttoned up, you know, so On brilliant, so yeah. smart. Like she's On the amazing. show, I call they call her, and I agree, the shark with the heart. Mm. I will tell you a story. Okay, so the last person. Then in an interview that asked me about her was Hoda. Hoda caught me yes. when my book came out, my first book came out, had me in a radio show. And she said, which, you know, for the book, which interview was the breakthrough? And really once Barbara Corcoran said yes to me, a lot more people said yes. And she said, oh, really, Barbara? She, she said something like, she's such a character. You never know what she's going to say or she can do. She's on the Today Show. And I'm paraphrasing, but you never know what she's going to say. And she's going to say that on the air. And she's asking me to basically talk about Barbara Corcoran. And I'm thinking to myself, you're Hoda Kotb. You can say what you want. I think Barbara Corcoran can have me killed. I'm like, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just like, huh, she's so funny. I mean, no, I'm not going to. We ain't. We ain't talking about Barbara Corcoran now. Hoda Kotb is she? Did she mean anything? Of course not. And Barbara never would have taken it in a negative way. Right. But still, when you're live on the air with Hoda Kotb and she's asking you to talk about Barbara Corcoran, that's a little bit scary. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Okay. I have a name. Okay. Stedman, Oprah's not spouse. Partner. Partner. Yes. Partner? Stedman takes my calls. Does he? Oh yeah. No, Stedman. I will tell you the part about Stedman that I'm most proud of. He wrote a book and he did the show. I definitely will reach out to him again. And I can't tell you my people said, have you called Stedman to get to Oprah? No. And I never will. Good for you. Because that's disrespectful to Stedman. Right. Yes. Do I think Oprah is the queen of the world? Yes, I do. Would I cry and dissolve into a puddle if she were in the room right now? Yes, I would. <laughs> because she's Oprah. But I would never disrespect him. If Oprah comes to Naples, Florida or Miami or somewhere nearby, would I call Stedman and ask for advice on an introduction? Yes, I feel comfortable with that. But I'm not ever going to be accused of using Stedman Graham to get to Oprah because Stedman Graham is an extraordinary man in his own right who is an extraordinary speaker and has written some tremendous work. 
I like that. I mean, how many people have probably abused that? Mm-hmm. Abused that with him over the past however many years? Oh, I, I, he, he's got to see right through it. No, I just right. I just won't do it. Right. I do want to meet Oprah. I know many, many, many people who know her, and my time will come when it's supposed to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's been a few people Steph and I have gotten kind of nervous about mm-hmm. to talk to. And the one for me was Kenny Maine. Mm-hmm. Right, where I got his phone number and I was like, hey, am I supposed to text him? Am I supposed to email him? Oh, that etiquette's very weird. I don't yes. ever know. And and I will tell you, the journalists I know that are like NBC, ABC, CBS, like national journalists, I say, okay. what's the etiquette on the phone number? And they're like, call the f- number. What yes. do you mean? Just call them. They tell you, call the number, call yes. the number. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> thank you. I do that. Yeah. Yes, because that's what his friend said. You need to call him. And I was like, oh, Call him physically? And he's like, yes. They told me to call Stedman and I wouldn't oh do it. God. And my friend said, call Stedman and I called Stedman. And that was that was absolutely the right thing to do. But uh, it was very difficult for me to do it. Same here. So with Kenny yeah. Mayne, the ESPN sports anchor, it took me, no joke, probably five minutes of deep breathing in my car before. Oh, I've taken Xanax. I've taken <laughs> Xanax. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not lying. Now, not like a full on like Xanax, but like a little 0.25 milligram baby Xanax. I can't tell you the number of interviews I've been on that I was so freaked out. That I took just a little little edge off. Vanessa Williams on the phone. I was okay. dying. I was yes. dying. And like little, little Xanax will kind of calm me down. First time I met Aaron Brockovich, I was drugged. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Drugs are the answer. <laughs> no. I have taken Xanax to calm down. Really? Because we get excited. Yes. We love these people. And our goal, you're, I'm, I'm speaking for all three of us because I know we share. We just want our audiences to love them as much as we do. Yes. And we want them to feel respected and have and fun and with have us. A great yes. time. 100%. And not feel like we're wasting their time. But then I like the diversity. We share something. You have a lot of diversity in your guests. So if I have a Broadway star on, everybody thinks that I'm a Broadway show. If I have a TV, an old time TV star on, everybody thinks like I had Suzanne Summers and Cindy Williams this year. And they think, oh, you do 70s era TV shows. Well, no. And then I want diversity. Yes. So then, you know, I'll have a thought leader on that, an author, and then I'll have Suzanne Summers. But then you have like Dog the Bounty Hunter. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I saw that you had Dog the Bounty Hunter and I lost my mind because those people are always so infinitely more fascinating yeah. oh, than people ever give them credit for. Steph, it feels like we're just speaking to the choir here. Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. This is perfect. We are merging the show. It's now going to be called, there's three hosts. Actually, can you imagine the three of us hosting? The guests would never say a word. It would be. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, we forgot. Yes, it's okay. We'll get to you. Yeah, Kevin, we're just sort of, we're politely nodding and letting you speak right now. Well, I appreciate you being so courteous. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. I really want to take this and run. Friends, we just want to take a moment here to say thank you to all you loyal listeners. Ah, you guys, we just found out that Tell Us a Good Story is now in the top 1.5% of all podcasts worldwide. And that is because of you guys sharing with your family and friends on social media and giving us positive reviews on all the podcast platforms. And if your friends ask, just tell them they can get our entire catalog of episodes at kevinandsteph.com or wherever they like to get their podcasts. Thank you guys so much for listening to Tell Us a Good Story. All right, Randy. So for most of our guests, I like to give a list of fun facts about you. So listeners know what you've Uh-oh. done, Uh-oh. what you've See, accomplished. I, we didn't plan this, y'all. I just want <laughs> you to know, I do not know about this stuff. And Steph is not aware of any of these. 
Okay, so you're going to see her legitimate reaction here. So I've got five fun facts for you, Mindy. She's so subtle, so yes. I cannot so wait to yes. see. I usually keep everything hidden. Oh, yes. yes. Reserved. Absolutely. So buttoned up. <laughs> All right, Steph. Before Randy headed to sunny Naples, Florida, Randy spent several years running his boutique marketing agency in a haunted pre-Civil War building in Leesburg, Virginia. So wait, why? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay, first of all, why? Second of all, did you see or feel anything like creepy? Any paranormal activity, Randy, because otherwise you would not be putting this in your official bio. So you've got to have a good story to share about a pre-Civil War building. A ton. I mean, (laughs) yeah, Leesburg, Virginia, the building was built pre-Civil War. We occupied the third floor and, oh, we had stuff. Yeah. I mean, we had things fly off shelves. And I'm not talking with one person there. I'm talking about my friend, Karen. I'll, I'll send this to her. Karen will tell you, there's me, Karen, and a, like a sales rep in there and telling ghost stories and something flew out into the room. And they thought we had like a, a fishing line on it. And Karen and I were like, what? I mean, all of a sudden the coffee cup that's on the ledge of the sink soaking clean doesn't just fall into the sink, but crashes into the sink, busts, and the water is all over the wall and over the ceiling. Oh, it can't man. do that from falling in. Uh, the I was leaving at midnight. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. We know where this is going. And I never I was never bothered while I was in there. It didn't okay. bother me in there, but it's still a really old building. I'm leaving and I've got a bag on my shoulder. And this is back when we ha- we all were clipping our phones to our belts. Okay. Yeah. We had the little clip. So I didn't have a clip to my belt, but I had my phone clip and I have a brand new phone to my bag that's on my shoulder. And we, there had been sightings of a Civil War soldier walking across our floor through the walls of one office, no. across the hallway. Claudia, who worked for me, saw it. I never did, but uh, and more than one person saw. And because we plopped the third floor, we didn't do it. The third floor was plopped on top of the roof. In fact, there was a major Civil War battle in Leesburg. So he would have been patrolling on the roof. Okay. Now there's a, you know, an office on top of him, but he doesn't know that. So he's just going back and forth. So it's midnight. I'd worked long. I go through and I say, you know, good night, Mr. Ghost. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. I hear a slap. I feel a definite tug on my shoulder. My phone hurls from its place, clipped to the bag down hard to what, thank goodness, was not the hardwood floor, but a carpeted floor, does not break. And I am in such a state of shock. I picked the phone up and my friend Martha had the most haunted house in Leesburg, Virginia. And so I had heard all her ghost stories for 30 years. And what would Martha do? What would Martha do? What would Martha do? I picked that phone up and I said, was that really necessary? (laughs) Not let that happen again. I put that phone in that bag. I went to the door. I slammed it. I locked it. There's like 40 steps to get down. And I think I hit 10. I was flying, flying down. It was a 40 step walk. I was like, I was like, oh my God, if I step back and somebody's peeking back at me, I will pee all over myself and I'll never come back again. And I mean, nobody's asked me that story in a long time. It, it really happened. Reports of of music coming from the office on the weekend when we're not oh, there. The party by the art gallery on the second floor. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was. Oh. I will say the advice there is don't smart off to a ghost on a mission. <laughs> Because he ultimately is a soldier and he's probably kind of pissed off. So smarting off to him was probably not my best move at midnight. The last paranormal stories that we heard was from the director of here in Ohio, Shawshank Prison. And he's got all kind of like Shawshank Redemption. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. It's just it's just an hour north of Columbus in a town called Mansfield. And so they opened it up a few years ago and converted it to a museum. And so you can take tours of it all, and there's all kinds of paranormal activity from there because it did used to be a prison, mm-hmm. and that's where they filmed the the movie. I and, think we've and, now found the third sponsor of the show. It's Shawshank <laughs> Prison <laughs> right. and Museum. Museum, yes. <laughs> but same. Let me. It I've got to write them down because they're going to become my sponsors <laughs> next. Shawshank. J.P. Morgan. <laughs> what was the first one? Oh, Uber. 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 Yes. <laughs> Oh, Kevin, did you hear Kevin? What was, what was that? Yeah, the yeah, third one? Somebody help me so we can get one more time. If you like what you hear, please tell someone about us. As soon as this episode is over, go tell your spouse, your closest friend, a parent, a coworker, or share one of our posts on social media. However, if you don't like what you're hearing, please do not. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anybody. Just disregard this message. Don't worry about Forget it. Forget about us. Yep. Go on with your merry day. And to get more information about us or our entire catalog of episodes, be sure to check us out at kevinandsteph.com. Thank you for listening to Tell Us a Good Story. Next fun fact. Having spent most of his life as an actor and improviser, Randy here is happiest before an audience, as you can probably tell. Oh, I can tell. totally okay. see that. His favorite stage roles included playing the monster in Young Frankenstein, which I, I mean, I'm sure took a ton of research and a ton of probably getting into character for that. And I, I don't know what that was. Can I stop you and tell you the shocking story? Please. For one thing, Caroline Ray showed up. Really? Caroline Ray shows up and then at intermission is in the green room and I'm dressed as a monster. <laughs> And Caroline Ray walks over to me and says, Peter Boyle was one of my dearest friends. And Peter Boyle played the monster in the movie. And I'm like, humana, 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 humana. She went, I'm Caroline Ray. I went, I know. <laughs> I was so floored. My friend brought a person to the show who I have adored since the 80s, ridiculously famous for a ridiculously famous dance movie. I am on stage. The putting on the Ritz number and Young Frankenstein, the musical, is much longer than the movie. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the full song with tap breaks and all this stuff. And I'm up there doing bad tap dance moves (laughs) on six-inch platform shoes. I'm already 6'2", with like another five inches of head. So I'm like seven (laughs) feet tall doing this, knowing the entire time that Cynthia Rhodes from Dirty Dancing is in the audience. Oh, Kenny stop. Johnson, who played the professional dancer. And I'm sitting there freaking out that Cynthia Rhodes is watching me dance, but as a monster. Right. <laughs> Crazy experience. And I love her. She inspired the character in my new book. Really? My lead character in my book, Ruby, which is coming out shortly, yes. is Cynthia. And she is inspired by Cynthia Rhodes's goodness Aww. and generosity of spirit. Not her story, but she's inspired by Cynthia's. She's named after Cynthia. So another character he played was Bottom in A Midsummer Night's Dream. And that character, correct me if I'm wrong, 
Does don't they wear a donkey's head? Yeah, I became a donkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that cannot surprise anyone listening. But yeah, I became a donkey. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was also the horse in Equus once at one point in time, and I've been and I went in a musical called Starmites as a singing, dancing, extraterrestrial, Elvis impersonating lizard. Oh, uh, and I, my, one of my favorite show actually of all time was Starmites. So yeah, I kind of yeah, I don't limit myself to human roles at all. I'm I want to be Nana and Peter Pan really bad. So <laughs> Nana the dog. That's kind oh, of for her, Nana. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so after moving to Naples in 2010. Randy approached the Naples Daily News and offered to write an independent newspaper column. Right. Oh. And then for the next few years, Randy did over a hundred interviews with celebrities and influencers. And that's how he started all of this, his book and the podcast and all of that. That is so cool. What made you think to do something like that? When I moved there, and I really hope this speaks to people. I mean, we joke a lot, but there's really real messages in what I'm having to say. I'm 47 when I got here. I was tired. I had a successful marketing business, not huge boutique, but I had done well. My kids were in college and I just missed young idealistic Randy. And so I was in a place where a lot of successful people came through. And my first two interviews were C-suites. And then I thought I need to other people work and have lives. Well, then I ended up getting Phil, a gentleman named Phil Buth, who was uh, the executive in charge of Phil of Good Morning America for 10 years. And okay. he introduced me to Regis Philbin. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, literally. No, I'm sitting at home. And I knew I'd put in a call to try to get Regis, Regis to call me to talk about Phil. And I answered the phone. I hear, Randy, Regis Philbin here. You can't prepare yourself for that. No. No, you can't prepare yourself for, for your, uh, I met uh, Jungle Jack Hanna, another Jack, Jungle Jack Hanna. And yes. I very quickly was able, it sounds like I'm a name dropper and this is my world. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I, and I love these people, but you know, I very quickly was able to drop names. And when you're able to drop names really quickly, other people follow suit and you're able to, to attract more people to your show. But as you know, you're the same way. You just have to have a good story and have a good heart and want to help people and do something to be a guest on my show. You do not have to be quote unquote famous. Mm-hmm. to right. be on the show. You just yeah. don't. But I'm just, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm t- really answer your question. I've come into a new space right now. My second book, Ruby, which is my first fiction book, which is being published by Mark Victor Hansen of Chicken Soup for the Soul, which is, yeah, the guy who published Chicken Soup for the Soul is publishing my first fiction book. He and his wife wrote a book, Ask. He And I met him and he did my show. We do the whole show. We're talking about his book. Now, as you know, as host, you you, t- you focus on them. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, so not like I'm going to get to the end and go, hi, what can you do for me? I just, I'm not going to do that. At the end, we're done. He asks me a question. Mark Victor Hansen, Chicken Soup for the Soul, asks me a question. Are you interested in fiction? Really? And I said, I have something that Cynthia Rhodes inspired that I have three chapters done. It's a holiday story, but it has meaning. I stand behind the characters. I've got an outline. I just need somebody to care enough to give me the green light to complete it. His creative director read it and we're partnering on the release of this book. Wow. And it has been, I always think, I tell people, write, 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 write. Because if you write with the knowledge that another human being is going to have to read it, not just read it, but read it and understand it, and benefit from it, you learn more about yourself, just the process of writing. 
So when do you expect it to be coming out in the fall? Do you have a date yet? The last one I heard was September 15th, but like okay. you can go to Randall. Everything is going to be in RandallKennethJones.com. Yes. RandallKennethJones.com. Um, <laughs> you, I mean, you'll certainly be able to find it there. I'm absolutely positive it'll be on Amazon, but here's, yep. let me finish your question. And I'm sorry, this is long, but this is something I'm passionate about. I have so realized what's happened. I am almost 60 and I will be 60 when this book comes out. Janet Ivanovich, the writer, which she lives in Naples, and I had an interview with her and was at her house. And she published her first, I believe, her first Stephanie Plum okay. novel. She has to put Stephanie Plum series, I believe, at 50. And she told me 10 years ago, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. I didn't stop. I haven't given up. And it's like I said, it's the best time of my life professionally. I've always lived to create. Naples, Florida gave me that back. Mm. And I see so many people down here, they have a lot of money sometimes but they have no purpose. They have no relevance. And if you don't live a life of purpose, I don't know how you can be happy. So many people I know they're my age and they're done. They don't feel like there's anything left for them to do or create. And you know what? That's not true. There is no expiration date on your ability to contribute. There really, 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 really isn't. You've got a long runway, sir. I would say you're obviously not done yet. You're just you're just getting warmed there up. There was a woman, I, story after story, Myra Daniels. I invite people to look her up. Myra Janko Daniels. She just passed away. My heart is broken. She passed away at 96. She created the fundraising platform that built the the Naples Phil, which is Artist Naples now. She was 1965 or 66 Advertising Woman of the Year. Her husband inspired the character of Don Draper on Mad Men. Oh my gosh. His name was Draper Daniels. He created the Marlboro Man. I met her first and she just passed away. We found out that we shared an affinity for the rights of seniors. I've been speaking on this topic since I was in junior high. She asked me, she goes, why do you think that is? This is 12 years ago. And I said, I have old family members. I said, my, my family, my, I had a great grandmother to live to be a hundred. And I have, you know, relatives at dinner in their eighties and nineties. And my family really lives a long time. She looked at me and she said to me, how old are you? And I said, 47, which was true at the time. She said, genetically speaking, you've got a long way to go. You better get busy. She changed my life with one sentence. I went, I can still do anything I want. That's so good. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity to like intersperse these little things because I don't always get to do this. And to have Myra just pass away and be able to honor her like this with that story, it means the world to me. So I want to thank you all for letting me sort of like letting me off the leash and letting me do whatever I want to do. So, well, I love that. And I think a lot of our listeners can understand that and be like, no, I'm not done. They right. think they're done. They're 50s, they're 60s. You're not done. You have no, they're so not done. much more to give. Research so. a gentleman named Stephen Petro wrote a book, Stupid Things I Won't Do When I Get Old. But it's brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's good. And it's brilliant. And it makes you think about your parents aging because I'm still dealing with that. And it makes me think about how I want to do this in a more efficient way, but and giggle at the same time. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people out there in the quote unquote aging space that are really able to help you, even if you're 20, 30 or 40. Yeah. So you thank us for giving you an opportunity to share this. I want to thank you Mm -hmm. for allowing me to speak during this conversation. (laughs) So thank you for that. Well, that really wasn't part of the plan. But if you didn't, you know, I don't know how could you could have gotten the various commercials in. The sponsorships. Yeah, yeah the right. sponsorship stuff. I mean, that's important. We need the moolah. Unfortunately, 
we have to end this conversation, but we could talk to Randy oh forever. Oh my gosh, for hours. You didn't even hear the Pat Benatar story. Okay, Next we, time. We're going to have to do a, a part two. We'll do it again. Part two. The Pat Benatar we, story. Absolutely. She's one of the loves of my life. And this year is our 40th anniversary, and I'll leave it there. Well, that's a great tease. That's a great tease. cool, Randy. Well, friends, for more information about Randall Kenneth Jones, you can go to Facebook and join the Jones.show lounge. On Twitter, he's at Randall K. Jones. On Instagram, he's Randall Kenneth Jones. And then, like he said, his website is RandallKennethJones.com. And we was that RandallKennethJones.com or RandallKennethJones.com? Which one was it? I believe it was RandallKennethJones.com. It was yeah, that one. Okay. okay. That one. So, friends, we will put all of these links in our show notes on our website. So, you can just click on it and go right to Randy. But seriously, Randy, you are absolutely fantastic. I don't want this to end. Oh, this is this is stupid fun. This is great fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is great, great, great fun. I knew the symmetry immediately. And thank you, Susan Bennett, the original yes. voice of yes. Siri, yes. for yes. understanding that the connection would be immediate. Yes. So thank you. And we will have Steph, Steph, call me. Call me. Absolutely. Call me. Okay. As soon call as me. this is over, you know. Yeah. It. Oh, I know. <laughs> Friends, we want to encourage you to please follow us wherever you listen to this, whether it's on the Apple Podcast app, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or one of the other platforms. You guys, it's completely free. And while you're there, feel free to give us a rating or a nice review. Thank you for listening to Tell Us a Good Story.